There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A single male is not allowed to adopt a girl unless under special circumstances. I'm going to find a way to adopt a, a little girl. <laughs> when should my parents tell me that I'm adopted? This is your daily catch-up. When? If you're enjoying Daily Ketchup content, like, share, subscribe. Yep. So that you'll be the first to know when Dan comes back. <laughs> yeah. When the hey, real sorry lah. Not good enough. No lah. <laughs> when the real host is back, guys. But you know Dan lah. Dan What happened? So a few weeks ago, Naomi Neil posted a video on her YouTube channel, which I think has gone pretty viral, basically telling her adoption story. Mm. And so she mentioned that since young, right, she has always been kind of skeptical, like something feels like not right, right? Maybe she's adopted, but every time she's asked her parents, they have like... So for the people who don't know who she is, uh, she's a YouTuber. Like how did she become famous? Like YouTube all videos. No, isn't it through Jian Hao? I thought she's just Jian Hao girlfriend, then she become famous. Arguably... I think she was the one that hyped up Jian Hao, but Jian Hao was the one that had the channel. Really? Yeah, he has a channel going, but it was between he and his other guy best friend, something like that. Right. And then when Naomi and him started dating and then they started creating more skits together, then that's when the channel blew up and then they ride it together. Also, she was also doing skits. The early days right, of yes. collab. Oh, so cute. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, basically, she came out with an adoption story. Actually, mm. in the video, she sat down with her parents. Mm. Yeah, so they actually explained that they had tried to conceive for eight years, but they were medically unable to conceive. And eventually, because they wanted their own kids, right, they decided to adopt. But they felt that it wasn't fair or wasn't good to tell her until she was past her teenage years. And like eventually when she wanted to have her own child, right, then they decided to like tell her. La. She suspected, la, to be fair. Yeah, she did suspect. But like, why did she feel like she wanted to make this video? You know what I mean? Like, who care? Like, does it really make a difference but whether a lot she of adopted people care. or not? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think she made the video in a sense whereby it's a lot of part of her as a content creator. Because like, for example, you go and take vaccine, who care? But you post about it anyway. I feel like I'm occasionally sus about like influencers, right? Because it feels like they are exploiting their certain stories in their life, right? Mm. right. For views. But I, I don't find this like exploiting anything. Like she's just telling her life story in a we highly like produced like way. No, I felt like there was a I felt like there was a portion where it was like a real time interaction between her and her parents. That mm. to me I don't know like, to me I it should have happened off camera. You want to reenact or you want to talk about it again later, then sure. But then that part, the moment that part came up, then I felt a bit like, mm. like, uh, but in a way, everybody knows how to play that game though. Like in a way, I'm sure her parents don't know how to play that game. You know, like how like you eat steam with your friends, then when someone whip the camera out, you all just take your chopstick out and you just move together. Everybody just move game, even though there's only one person. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, no, but they presented it that way. La. That's why I'm a bit like, mm. Right. And I also felt like a story like this, I think especially because of a story like this, like I, 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 agree, I agree with you, sharing your experience as an influencer or a mm. personality or whatever, sure. But something so personal, so touchy, um, the way it was presented was very professionally done. Like it was a very yeah. good video. It was too clean. Mm. Yeah, mm. too clean. It didn't feel a bit like... Uh, 
Like set up. Yeah, it's scripted. Like if she just put a camera in her room, then she talk to the camera and she's just like pouring out her emotions or she see her parents next to her, right? She own self set up one. Ah, uh, that mm. one. It's like a film. Even more feels, you know? Mm. Yeah. But okay then is that also your content creation mind though? It is. Yeah. So, I, uh, whatever lah. I, give, I don't believe anything on the internet. Really. So, the next thing that was interesting to me was when her parents decided to tell her. Because mm. I feel like if it were me, right, the first time my child asked me, right, I would be like, okay, maybe it's time to sit them down because they're asking these questions, right? Maybe it's the age to start telling them the truth. So, what do you think is like a good age to tell your kid that they're adopted, you know? Or, sh- or should it be something that is kept? from them forever just take it to yeah, the Yeah because the, the mum was saying that they actually didn't plan to tell her <laughs> at yeah. all if she never ever asked right mm. yeah so yeah, honestly I think the best time is when your kid asks eh. like I think a lot of people would, would argue to say that like you you know you should be the let them hear it from you don't let them question and suspect right yeah but like, why would they ask though like if I adopted my child and I didn't want the child to know right I can really just like 100% like keep it a secret right this idiot not necessarily know. until he, we, he like, grew up then we realised with different skin colour right <laughs> I mean I, I, didn't, I didn't watch the whole thing uh, if I'm not wrong like she had blood type that her parents don't have her health yeah. booklet yeah. hey you know when I heard that part right you know my blood type is an O right my mum is an AB and my dad is an O eh. so who cheated <laughs> okay why, what's wrong why with cannot, that why cannot have AB is dominant O is recessive, ma. So it's either I should be A or I should be B. Yeah, I like she know, but we all don't know this thing. Oh, <laughs> oh no, shit. you need to ask your mommy some questions. Yeah, but I don't know. She said she tests in China A B. She tests here like A, then she tests someone else B. When then. she adopted you in China, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're just grading you as a baby. Like, mm. oh, pick a great baby. Like, mm, A, B. Then they pick up you. Then like, oh, oh sh- But I always imagine like, what if I'm adopted, right? Like, why I want to go and look for my biological parents? You would think no lah, right? I no, would think no. You must, you must still try in case they're super rich. Then you must see from the, you know, you must like follow them, spy in the code kind, but don't let them know you're watching them already. Then if they walk like to the poor place, right, then you are uh, f- it. No, but maybe they're <laughs> going there to do charity. Eh? Maybe they're huh? going to do charity. Okay, then follow for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a friend that's, that's not, I mean, not a dub per se, but her parents separated when she was very, very young. Uh-huh. And so her mom raised her single-handedly. And so she's on a journey of trying to figure out do, does she want to go and meet her dad or not? So they like estranged. She don't know who her dad oh. is. Oh. She should know, but she have never met her dad. Okay, okay, okay. Like, okay. She know him by a name that the mom gives. Like mm. that's it. Yeah, and also only because she found out through like his like early partner in the mom's business and all that stuff. Yeah, and so to be honest, when she first told us that story, you know, we, we grew up in a in in that Gen Z mixed millennial age whereby okay lah, single parent rather normal in that sense, right? And she also was like that and very happy go lucky as a person. And then she grew up and her the relationship with her mom got a bit not great, right? She starts really thinking and really consumes her, like who is my who is my father? Yeah. Why did my father leave me? Why did my father not come and say hi? It's just Why answers lah. Did my father come and like beep beep during my graduation? But know? the mom never gave her the answers. The mom doesn't want to. Oh, yo, the then mom is affected that she wants to know. Right, right. Yeah. Which oh. you can kind of understand why. Is yeah. it, as in, it's like a, is it I'm not enough kind of mindset? Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's, that's, that's very difficult. That's very difficult. Yeah, like, and it, it, I don't think it's the right way to approach it from the mom's POV. But then again, it's so complex, right? You cannot blame yeah, her for- We don't know what mm. she knows. Yeah, getting ditched or whatever happened, like, right? Mm. Wow. But to not give your child the freedom to know who their father is or those answers, I think that way it's not- Yeah. No matter yeah. how much the mom is cut by the, the, the events, right? It's not on her to withhold the information from her the, the child, I think. You don't think so? 
I don't think so. I eh. feel like the mom has her right. Then, but everything else also then become super unfortunate. I've actually spoken to a like a child of divorce also, right? And then she, based on what she says, right, it actually sounds like the mom actually villainized the dad quite a bit. Mm. So then I feel like in her telling of the story, right, because she's been hurt by the father, ma. Mm. But then in her telling of the story, it makes the child start hating on the father also. So then it feels like whether or not you tell or don't tell, right, there's a downside to it. Mm. Like the way she tell the story, right, might also end up yeah. different. But yeah. then you gotta do what you gotta do, ma, right? Because if your father's a nice person and all that stuff, then one of two things, right? Either, so then why did he leave me? Mm. Or like, so why you all don't love me? They can't, you know, like. But then how do you determine how old the child should be or how mature the child is to handle that kind of information or so? The results of it being such a difficult conversation is why people only find out when they ask. Then everything's weird. It feels like no one can get a handle on it. But actually, you think about it, why is them impossible to find a good time? Yeah? According to research, right, the recommendation is actually to tell them as early as possible. So the moment they can kind of comprehend it, right, you already start talking about what adoption is and then tell them like why they were adopted, that kind of things, and then like how they can navigate their life with with adoption as part of their identity. Mm. Yeah, right. which is quite interesting. The other thing that like adoption <laughs> is like a second rate option in Singapore. It's like if I cannot give birth, I no choice. Right, then I go and adopt. Are there a lot of children of adoption though? I, I'm so confused. Not in Singapore. Are there yeah, more people trying to, to adopt than years. children available for adoption? You know what I mean? Yes, in Singapore, yes. So more people are trying to adopt than Singapore's adopted babies than are imported. Yeah. From China, Vietnam. But I heard you cannot choose the country. Especially, you cannot say you want from China. Ah. You cannot say, I only want to give from China. Cannot. Really? Yeah. They will just not give you a different race, but you cannot choose. Wait, what do you mean they won't give you a different race? Like, if you're you Chinese. You won't get an African baby. Like, <laughs> your whole childhood but if I want it? You, you, you can. Like, oh, yeah. so you can request. No, you can't. I huh? just said, you cannot <laughs> choose. Cannot choose. They you will just choose. based on your race and then they say, okay, yeah, you are Chinese, we will make sure you not. Isn't very racist though? <laughs> Oh, it's just no, but you know the culture, ma. Your culture very similar to China culture. <laughs> no, I, I think <laughs> you can you can opt to say whether you want it preferences to be preferences lah. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah, cannot yeah. say I want from China. like some elite baby from elite country. Yeah. Interestingly, right? Do you know this? I always thought that only married couples can adopt, but actually, right, single can adopt also. Can? Oh, I'm yeah. gonna guess. You need to be open for age of thirty five, like HDB. No, dude. There's a there's something very interesting about yeah, this that I don't I angry adopt, which is a single male is not allowed to adopt a girl unless under special circumstances like what? <laughs> they never say no is that age? like can I adopt at 21? Mm, they say you need to be either A at least 25 years old or B at least 21 years old older than the child or C no more than 50 years older than the child why? no why are they discriminating? Of course lah! What if like got pedophile then go and just adopt a girl? No so men are pedophile? No, no they are not! No female pedophile? <laughs> it's really rubbish eh! No, but, but it's like that one. Like even when you go and take a plane, right? You can, like let's say there's a minor on the plane. You can never seat the minor with a male. It Discrimination! No, because girls Thank are Thank you more for another example. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very normal eh. I'm going to find a way to adopt a, a little girl. <laughs> okay, I had a different explanation. I just thought that men it would be harder for them to relate to a girl's growing up process. Yeah, menses right. or no. Actually, I'm just so happy that you you don't have to sit near a minor <laughs> in a plane. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> male privilege. Is that privilege for us? Of course. Noisy, eh? Huh? Of course. Yeah, that's why. Right. Hey, this guy yeah. hate kids, huh? Just turn around. Yes, kids. <laughs> you do have then the one girl, baby in your girl life. Girl can you relate. No. That girl can relate very well to males growing up, man. No, maybe there's less to relate to in a male. 
Wah Wah damn offensive siya I mean, look, look, we are like trying to be offended by yeah. this. Is it we too simple for you? Oh, 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 oh. I feel like you don't need what you can. <laughs> oh, 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 simple oh, needs. Oh, oh, three needs. Oh, oh come, yeah, itchy sleep, itchy. Wow. Do you want kids, Denise? Yes, uh, but uh, I don't want to give birth. Yeah. Yeah. So you will adopt. Yeah, I'll adopt, or my wife can do IVF. Uh. You know how difficult is it to adopt? Oh uh? uh, yeah, so we actually look this up. Yeah. There's a lot of checks firstly, and then okay, you want to guess price, or do you know the price? Thirty grand. 25 right around there yeah right about like 25 to 35 grand in mm. singapore Rocks. so we've been trying to have a kid for like two and a half years two years two lah. years and then we contemplated ivf and then we decided not to okay yeah. so for those that's uninitiated right ivf is intro no in, in vitro in, in vitro <laughs> fertilization <laughs> right so basically what, what happens is that i mean for me it's an easy job right i, I show you in a cup right then they will they will clean and pick the good sperm and then for her, we need to jab her every day for like a week or two. Two weeks. To make the body um, produce the eggs. Mm. Then after that, an apparatus is inserted into the body to harvest those eggs. Oh. Yeah. So that part know that can part. be quite risky. So for her, she got endometriosis, right? So the line from veg to egg, right, is could be obstructed. And mm. then, you know, the eggs come out, have to might have to like, they might have to pierce through um, the endometriosis cyst itself, yeah. And so, yeah, they pick the good ones, good ones. they fertilize yeah. it, they freeze it. If you are lucky, then you get like 10, 20, 30 fertilized eggs. If uh. you are not that lucky, maybe you get like three or two or one. So then, when you are ready to go and try, which usually like one, two months later, um, they will just defrost. <laughs> defrost one fertilized embryo, right? Put it in your body and hope it latches. Right. Yeah, so then sometimes it latches for a week or two and then it Oh, unlatch. after it fertilized, then they freeze. Yes. Mm. Then unlatched, then you experience miscarriage. Which if you if they harvest twenty eggs from you, for example, you could technically okay. get twenty miscarriages. Right. right. Yeah, which is the part that kills many of the parents that's trying IVF. Yeah, because you start with seven lah. They put two first Because you can put up to two in Singapore. Mm. So there's good chance of twins, but mostly it's because oh. one doesn't latch. Then you get one. So you got seven, you try once, cannot, then you try another one, you put another two, then cannot, then you left three. Oh. Then you have to ask yourself, do I want to space this out? Put one, 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 so I can try three more times and pay three times, or I put two, then I left one. You know that that whole feeling of trying to figure out and, what- And once you finish all your fertilized eggs, right? You need to restart the process. Eh. If you no chance in getting a baby, you injure yourself for two weeks again, then you repay all the fees all over again. What's the success rate like for like the first time? 50%. 50%. Yeah, so uh. so Pat and I are considered young <laughs> in, in this world of trying to make a baby, right? Uh. And, and so the doctor was telling her, Petrina, you're still young, you, you, your odds are very high. Then we asked how high? It's 50%. 50% eh. That's mad. Mm. So um, it made me rethink, like, should I then now go and do it? Because at the age of, let's say, we actually plan to do it when we are 33. At 33 years old, if I were to suffer a miscarriage, right? I think mentally, I will give up eh? Because like at 33, you need to restart this whole process again and then it damages your body one when you have a miscarriage. Oh, like you right. will lose blood, you will do everything, right? So that's why the doctor actually suggests if you already know you want a kid, do right. it as early as possible. But I think the total time that they need is about three months, right? Quite long one. It's mm. not like, oh, you go and, you can need to keep going to the it's hospital. It's not like this week I go and give my sperm, then she go and 
we go and we go and collect the jab, then we straight away jab, then Two weeks no, later. then the following week we go and take the eggs. Don't have like wow. everything is spaced out in months. Right. As mm. compared to if you go to the market, they come back you got you baby. Buy, <laughs> 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 Do you think there's really a difference between like you go go to the hospital now, right? You go and take one baby, like a fresh one. Versus <laughs> like it's your own, like you do nine months then come out. I think got a difference lah. Does it feel like you didn't work for it in a sense? Like yes. people want to wait for that. Like, well, I tried for three years that I got babies. A miracle. Mm. Versus uh, I just pay money yeah. and I get one. I feel like there's this point where after you give birth to a child, even if you, you really incubated the fuller for nine months, right? You come out, right? Then the nurse pass you the baby, right? Then the first few days, right? <laughs> you really ask yourself, the f*** is this? Wait, how you know? <laughs> ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่ไม่
what the child has to go through. Eh. Yeah. Mm. Right. Like to me, the system it, it doesn't feel like a solution for the kid. But like, I would think that to do this foster thing, you must hit certain criteria. So not suka suka, you can just go and put your kid yeah, there and then yeah. five years later. Yeah, you yeah, must yeah. have maybe no means to to support this child, but you already gave birth to this child. Or like special yeah. needs, then yeah, they really cannot care right. for the child. No, so okay, what okay. what the lady said that was quite interesting is that because she's not young, she's like in the forties maybe, mm. uh-huh. and so she knows she don't want to have to continue raising a teenager into her 60s, 70s, right? Right. Yeah. So she knows for a fact she has twenty one years or less. Mm. Yeah, and you must be very lucky to get a baby. In the foster system, is usually not infant; it's usually a a child already. And if I'm not wrong, when it hits, when the, not sorry, not it, when he or she hits 21, oh. <laughs> when he Damn. or she hits yeah. 21, right, then they can decide what they want to do. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah if, if they reach the 21, I think. But you are 21, what, what can you really decide? Yeah. No, whether or not you want to go back to your biological family or you want to continue staying here. Lo. Do you think a 21-year-old who's been thrown back and forth between we'll different caretakers the- will be sound enough to make a decision like that? I think, wow, I think this whole system feels a little bit unfair for the child. Maybe maybe there are details that I don't understand, right? Yeah. In terms of like the administrative and like checking about the backgrounds and all that, right? Mm. Yeah. Okay, no, so that's this is, a, this is a question that I wanted to ask because recently in the news, right? Um, there was the case of the two twins the mm. dis- who are disabled or whatever. And then no, they, the do special you feel, needs. Uh, special needs, right? <laughs> do you feel then, for the dad a lot in that story? I do, eh. And I'm, I'm, so and I'm trying to understand from his point of view, like, because I also never hear about mom, so I'm assuming he's a single parent. Lah, no, 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 have, have. Mom and sister. Ayoh. Okay. Mm. But like, can you imagine you are planning for one child, a able-bodied child, mm. and then you get two, your cost already like, oh, a bit scared. Yeah. Then got um special needs. Yeah. So must, it must be so stressful, eh. Mm. And so shack for the, for the parents, yeah. But right, so I actually read quite a good Facebook post about this, right? That was talking about like, based on all of that, right? Does it not feel like you're trying to justify why he murdered the kids by saying that, oh, because raising special needs children is exhausting, is frustrating, right? But should we not be careful of saying that they're a burden it, that that justifies the murder? Is it confirmed murder? that he murdered them? I think so. Yeah. I think quite confirmed. Is it? I think so. They okay. even brought him back to the no, site. I, no, I think people should be prepared for situations like this before they have a but child. But how does one how? prepare for it? Look, I, I, I read this on Reddit, right? There was this mum, I mean, clearly she posted anonymously, <laughs> right? And she talked about how she's going to send her child to a care facility oh, for the rest of her Oh, and she's not sorry. Life. I've seen this. Uh, and and she's, she can't be happier about it. Right. So basically, she she already have a child and then she have a second child. And then during the scan, right, the doctor saying got very high chance, right, this you know, this baby will have special needs. And she's expecting Down syndrome. Uh-huh. And she was okay. She was okay with it. And then came out, the child is is not just Down syndrome. Um, the, the child is, is like a... It's, it's a pretty baby much vegetative. Form, yeah, it's pretty much vegetative state. Really. You beat the fuller, right? It doesn't even look at you. It doesn't even blink. It doesn't even... Twitch, yeah, nothing. It's mm. just it's just gross. It gets bit sauce, so you keep moving. You have to keep feeding. If not, the fuller will die. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and so she has to keep doing that. And the husband went to work two jobs, three jobs, to the point whereby he killed himself. Child. It was said as a work accident, lah. But then, right, right, based right. on what she knows, is a, a mistake that people wouldn't make, man. And okay, then okay. before that, he also asked everyone Why did who she was in the, the room to leave. So she thought it was Down syndrome, and she she said she was excited. Yeah, she wants to take care. Like they had a choice to abort, but she's saying no. Down syndrome is fine. We can love a child with Down syndrome. And I think they had the means for that, but not to this extent yeah, of needing right. that it's amount of medical care. Then they should have drawn the line, ma. 
Yeah, but the they don't know until the child born. So you you rather that the kid rot for the rest of his life, but you keep them sustained for as long as possible in this state. No, right? or or you bring them to this therapy and hopefully your Cure kid can you. be a normal child. At the cost of everybody else's lives. I mean, nobody knows. The neglect of their other children that now no longer have a father. Wow. It doesn't make sense, eh? The amount of burden that he brings onto the family and everybody else, right? You there has to be a line drawn. Once it brings harm to ev- to, to to others, right? Then it's there's no point in sustaining that life already, right? I think that's why uh-huh. she's drawing the line there. So after the husband died, right? Then the the final trigger was when she found her twelve year old, the elder son like beating the the younger son and saying that like it's because of you that I don't have a mother I don't have a father I don't have a childhood yeah, yeah. exactly then after that then why you yeah why I don't get where you're coming <laughs> no, from at just, all they are making stupid choices to keep but, this but this. they cannot kill the kid what? because it's your, your responsibility why? already why? why then you want to try and keep this this no, so she's moving him to like a nursing home kind of thing ah yeah. so they, they did something no because you're speaking with 100% hindsight what so for them, they are full of hope. Maybe we can provide, maybe my husband can get a raise. Mm. Maybe this therapy will work for this child. Maybe my, my, my older child will learn empathy and be a very good older brother. They are speaking from a position of hope, fullness, right? but we are speaking from a position of hindsight. Hmm. Yeah, which we cannot like. What else she was gonna do at that point of time? Yeah, but I think like what surprised me was that in the comment sections, right, there were people who were saying, right, oh, like, why you're so evil? You should still take care of the child, someone that you should love, or this kind. Which was, like, I feel like this case is a very extreme case, and mm. it's very understandable. Like, she's mm. not killing; mm. she's living to a nursing care facility, which she's still paying for. Which I think in future, if she really wanted to go back and visit after she gets over this hatred that she currently has, which is completely understandable, right? Her husband she died, can yeah. still have that opportunity to go back like to mm. take care like of the I feel like in the conversation with, with the with the father that that killed the two sons, mm. right? Mm. I feel like it's two different conversations to be had. I think many people are now saying, let's not miss the point here. In mm. in showing empathy for him, are we saying it's okay for him to kill his child, completely justified and understandable. Yeah, yeah. Which no, not, like, I, I think yeah. it's yeah, it's it's two separate conversations to be had here, right? One of which I mean murder is murder. But the other side of things, what I really feel for him, and when I watch the thing, right, what I really don't know how to feel, and and this is one of the many, one of the very very few times that the social media comments came true for me. Like I look in the comment section, there were people that were disappointed, and there were people that are saying nobody understands because mm-hmm. it's it's as simple as you you just look you just judge parents that yeah. let their child cry or you judge yeah. parents that beat their kids, mm. but you you really don't know. Mm. Yeah, that's why don't don't be. Don't have children, <laughs> or have a some kind of like a parenting course or something lah to help people teach people. I'm you sure know? there are parenting courses though. Well, there are ton of shitty parents out there. Yeah. So, yeah. goddamn. Like, no, so no matter no matter guitars. what happens, right, and how you grow up, right, it is very rare. Somehow or another, right, there will be some something that your parents do that will lead to causing you a certain type of trauma, or maybe living a life that like in a bubble or What's something. What's your trauma? Which you need to unfold later on. But yeah. you need to address those things, right? You shouldn't blame your parents for it. That's just, they had their own traumas growing up. They have their own life experience. That's just how they chose to do things, right? So you cannot mm. fault them for it. But do our parents aware of this? Like, if I grew up, right? If I'm aware of this now, then sure, I'm going to be wary. If I have a child, I'm going to keep all these things in mind and make sure that the child understands these concepts and that they need to go and resolve it on their own. Whatever yeah. I may have done, mm. bringing them up, right? Yeah. But... 
our parents know about this type of thing, don't know what. Most of our generation also don't know. Yeah, I actually read this thing where they talked about like there are actually two big mistakes that kids who later become parents make. So one is that not realizing what kind of trauma they have, right? And then ending up like projecting that onto their child or like causing their child some trauma in extension. Mm. And then the second one, which was quite interesting, is the mindset of saying, I will just do everything opposite of what my parents did. Because mm. my parents raised me like that, right? And that's wrong, like, I do everything opposite. Yeah. And then that's the two biggest parenting mistakes that people tend to make. Yeah. Like, like there's this TikTok therapist. Mm-hmm. They watch the same thing. He says similar to what he said. About how he, he met these two couples and then they say, like, how are you going to raise your kids? And then the, they're like, hey, give us some advice. La. They, they, they first replied, we're just going to do our best. Take it easy. We, we never really thought about how we're going to raise our kids and all that stuff. And then he said, don't do your best. A, lo- a lot of parents screw up childhoods over and over again. And then they just say, you know what? But we did our best. And that's <laughs> supposed to be okay. Mm. No, it's right. not okay. Mm. Go beyond doing your best. Parenting is a very, very deliberate process. I mean, but we're saying it, but we don't have kids. La. It's, no, it's but that's why like, it's important. Like if there was a cost, right? Go for it. La. But what you want to learn from the cost? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there are things that they can teach you that you don't know about. I think whatever... How, what are the best ways... a cost in our parents' time, then to raise our child today, it wouldn't have made sense. Like boy must be boy. Girl must be girl. Mm. Boy and boy don't hold hands. Boy wear blue. So that means either way, it would have been outdated. La. Yeah. Honestly, I'm quite curious how our generation will grow up to raise kids. Like I feel like the things that we are open to talking about nowadays, right, is so different. Mm. And the way we talk about it is so different also. As in, you're talking about like the younger one, mm, like 20, the, the 20 year. Yeah. Mm. It'll be a cycle, I believe. Damn mm. it. Then after that, the trendy ones will beat the kids. <laughs> they be like, oh, this is why you should be a kid's right book. New York Times bestseller, beat your kids. Yeah, my mom was way ahead of the curve. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody, thanks for watching our episode. If you have thoughts about adoption, fostering, or just parenting in general, you can leave them down below. Thanks for watching. Like, share, subscribe. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.